price drop? Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. have a lot to discuss. Welcome back to Riverdale Roundup. As you guys know, last week was a bit of a clusterfuck for our brains, so we weren't in it to win it. And this week, we are back with a vengeance to discuss, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there, two of my favorite episodes of Riverdale. Really? I'm throwing it out there. I mean, it'll never be the... uh, what is it? The Red the, Paladin. Um, the the uh, yeah, and the Midnight Society. The, mm-hmm. the nothing will ever beat that truly. But I will say that I hooted and hollered through these episodes with pure joy. Huh. All right. I think that. How did you? How do you feel? You don't feel this way. I don't. I mean, I was really fucking mad about the. So we're mashing two episodes into one, uh, and I was really fucking mad about the ending of the Archie Bear Attack episode. I was furious. Now, how did this one end? I'd say I watched them back to back because I was too... Honestly, you know when you're sad when you can't... Like, I couldn't watch my favorite show last week because I was too sad. I was like, I don't want to have this memory. I need to be separated from it. And when you're too sad to watch your favorite show, that's when you know something's really bad. (laughs) And uh, so I watched them back to back uh, a couple of days ago. And uh, so what were you upset about? Archie died. I mean, Molly, he got Come attacked on. by a bear. Got we have so hard. We have we got so much to discuss. We have so much to discuss. There's so much. There's so much happened in these two episodes. And you know what? It's so funny because, like, so today we are we recorded Pretty Little Liars earlier for the Patreon, and it is so funny that the opposite of. Like this, Riverdale is the opposite of Pretty Little Liars, where so much happens in every episode that it's hard yes, to keep track, and I true. love it, and I'm here for it. That's true. When we finish an episode of Pretty Little Liars, we're like, today we were like, wow, I think like three things happened. Like that was a great episode. And that's fun. But in Riverdale, it's like, oh my god, Archie literally died, and like, and then in the next episode we started it and I said to Gideon how long do you think Archie will be dead for before he's alive again and it was literally within seconds he was alive seconds, again seconds I alright let's 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 backtrack here okay we start off episode this is episode 44 no exit we started off this episode which so now Archie's on the lamb Archie's on the lamb and he went to Canada. Canada he happens to have found a fully stocked cabin in 
Canada, and he's talking on the uh, on the trucker on the on the trucker phones. What are they called? Trucker phones? The CB radio. Yeah, so he's talking with some bitch on the CB radio, and I don't even know what he's doing out there because obviously he's got some sort of job. But how did he get the job? Right. Who knows? We we washboard right past it, yeah, just the same yeah. way we washboard right past Jughead and FP getting past the quarantine that last that was the last episode and they just they don't even get into it it's just that in the beginning of the episode there's the voiceover of Jughead like yeah no we got past the quarantine got back into Riverdale it's like what are you talking about yeah it's a quarantine no they love to have something large happen at the end of the episode and then the beginning of the next episode it's like so that basically never happened anyway yeah like let's pretend and we just keep going because we've got a lot of other things to discuss but they really that was a throwaway that was a throw. That was a, a large throwaway. Yeah. Somehow they got in, and they are like dual heading up the serpents. And Jughead has is drunk on power. Um, but yeah, Archie's in the. Which fucking- also, can we do a pause real fast? And I know that Jughead took over the serpents, right? And he is the head of it. But why isn't FP allowed to be the head of it anymore? Is it because he said he was getting out of the game? I don't know because FP just stands behind Jughead and goes like, yeah, boy. Boy, I don't (laughs) think that's right, boy. Which, I mean, I'm all here for, but I don't really get why he couldn't be the head of the serpents again. Yeah, I don't think that like a 16-year-old boy should be the head of the serpents. Like literally, why would anyone listen to Jughead? I mean, and they're they are trying to even though I mean, you can't stop TT and Cheryl from cat burglaring though. Can we just say how sexy they are as cat burglars? The, stealing the Glamourge eggs. The glam Why couldn't they say Fabergé? Just know. say Fabergé. I don't know. Those are the little touches that make Riverdale really special. But that's what it makes me so happy. But then I forgot there was something else that they had said that they said the actual name for. I was like, so you can't say glam, you can't say Fabergé egg, but you can say this. Like, I don't understand. Oh, I love Riverdale so much. <laughs> so Archie is in the fucking woods. He seems to have a job as like a park ranger because they're like, go out and do this cleanup thing or check something. They send him out into the woods. Something. And they're like, be careful because there's a bear report. And in, again, t- great Riverdale fashion of just not wasting time. Uh, Archie just goes right the fuck out and gets immediately mauled by a bear. I love that they it, it was like from the perspective like the camera perspective of the bear attacking Archie and then they don't even show the attack they don't even spend the money to have a fake bear attack but also he just got clawed wouldn't that bear have mauled him and I think he would have been ripped to shreds he said it was a grizzly too like a grizzly yeah. Also, didn't even fuck with the dog. Didn't fuck with Vegas at all. Left Vegas alone. Thank goodness. And and so when when Archie gets back, I will say how much did I love Dead Man G and G. Dead Man G and G was such a great part of this episode that I, I I honestly I thought it was perfect. Yeah, that was no. I will admit that 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 uh, Archie having like a dead. Um, kind of like a like a purgatory situation where he kind of has to watch all of his friends and everyone he knows play G&G and it kind of deter he's it's like all about uh you know can he right the wrongs of his life um and uh and the choices that he makes will determine whether he lives or dies uh and that was that was a nice touch it had a little bit of echoes of the red paladin episode 
Yeah, I thought I see. I thought it was a lot of fun of him going back through time in his mind as essentially he is dying from a bear attack <laughs> that he has to go through and complete these like red paladin missions. But what really drove my brain mad was the fact that they didn't show what the last quest card said before he quote unquote. I'm going to say, I'm guessing he killed his innocence or killed his past. Yeah. Is I think that it, what it's implying? I, yeah. I, I think that it said something like, because he had to go, he saw the card and he was like, oh, that. And then he had to go like bash him, his old self over the head while he slept in bed. And I think it was, yeah, I think it was like, uh, you're no longer the Archie that you've been, you know. Yeah, but I just wrote, is this a metaphor? Is he metaphorically killing his innocence? That's what I wrote in all caps. <laughs> there was a lot of all caps that I went through in this episode. Especially when can we we need to we need to get back to the whole orphanage Betty taking control of all of these people that she freed from the orphanage. Number one, wasn't it just a girls' orphanage? Where did these boys come from? Where did Tyler with the fizzle rocks come from? That's a good question. It did, did seem like it was a convent for girls. Also, when they left that orphanage, there was hundreds of them. And then they got really whittled down to about 12. Yeah. Yeah, because they said that they found homes for everybody else. And so she just has them in the house. And then Tyler, who was just, you know, new character, is doing fizzle rocks. But of course, that's why he saw, that's why he saw the Griffin King or the Gargoyle King is because he was still on fizzle rocks. When he's like, you know, it does exist because I just saw it. It's like, yeah, because you're still doing the drugs, dude. Meanwhile, Alice Cooper, who admittedly is getting hotter by the day, is Good Lord. working real hard. I might mix up my farm timelines here, but in both episodes, a big theme is that Alice is completely subsumed by the farm. She's trying to convince yeah. Betty uh, to join it. Betty is like, absolutely not. And uh, and and um, she's trying to say, well, let, let me take all the kids to the farm. And Betty's like, well, I just rescued all these kids from one cult, and now you want to go take them to another. Yeah, for sure. And and they won't even give them a change of clothes because technically that means they've been wearing the same clothes for three weeks. You've got no other clothes in your home to give to these orphans. You definitely do. Also, think about your husband that was put away in Silence of the Lambs jail that, like, doesn't he have clothes at least that they could wear? There must be extra clothes in that house. Yeah, Polly doesn't live there anymore. Yeah, they've got... I know that they could give them something else. And they're all just sleeping on the floor. There are some bedrooms. And then also you cut to... Betty was just put away for, quote-unquote, like, being crazy and thinking the Gargoyle King was real. And then, like, Jughead's just allowed to sleep in her bed now. She's just allowed to be in the house with her 16-year-old boyfriend in the bed. Yeah, well, and also she, she broke out of the convent... And everything, you know, th th things really have a way of kind of just smoothing out um, in Riverdale. She 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 broke oh, yeah. out of the convent, freed hundreds of children, and now she's just like, Mom, why won't you let them stay with us? Which admittedly, Betty's being kind of a, you know, a little bit entitled about orphan the queen. <laughs> yeah, orphan queen. <laughs> she's being a bit of an orphan queen. And on top of all of those things, which we we haven't even discussed yet, Jughead. Go, it's telling the serpents that they can't do any crimes anymore, right? Yeah. Like, like in the beginning of this episode. And then how dare they take, try and take Cheryl and TT's serpent jackets just we were taking a glamour egg. I know. Uh, what? Like, 
Jughead was completely wrong. He's like, oh, we we can't do crimes. Whoa, that's not the serpent way. What the fuck do you mean that's not the... Like, that's what you guys... D- like, well, how are they supposed to make money? You're a gang. You're that a gang. is exactly what you do. Like, you are boxed out of the legitimate economy. Of course you have to commit crimes. Like... That's yeah. how you survive. How you think how you think people are supposed to survive. Although of course he works that out in the next episode by getting the serpents a oh, gig yeah. as the security for Veronica and Veronica Speakeasy, the security against Hiram Lodge, which is kind of amazing because Hiram Lodge seems to have like the power of like Tony Soprano. Uh, but he can be like derailed by like a squad of teenagers um yeah. you know, on dirt bikes. Which also, I didn't mean to to shy away from the fact that I forgot that bitches ain't nuns at the convent, by the way. I wrote bitches ain't nuns and (laughs) non-nuns about 25 times in my notes for this Riverdale episode. Bitches ain't nuns. Fake nuns. Bitches ain't nuns. They can't take a vow of silence. silence. Mm -mm. And then they all offed themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They sure did. That was actually... Pretty badass. They went I will to, say. to the gargoyle temple in the basement of the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, and they all had a mass suicide. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was actually pretty cool when she found <laughs> them, and they were all like blue lipped, bent over to the gargoyle gang. I thought that was pretty awesome. I thought it was metal. Which is interesting that they did that because they all knew that the gargoyle king was fake. Yeah. So why did they do that? I think I think it was just uh, because I think even though they know that he's fake, I think that he's still their leader inside of their brains. Uh-huh. It's a cult. They're brainwashed. Everybody in the show's getting brainwashed. But they also just did it to protect themselves from like having to testify against Hiram Lodge, right? Yeah, because I guess that they just figured they were going to die anyway. But would they? I felt like that was such a. It was quite a. Um, Severe action to take. It was when it, was, it wasn't needed. Yeah, it was a that was a surprise, you know. And so, so we've got all of that going on, as well as um, is this the episode? No, this isn't the episode with Hiram. This is, but also, so Fangs goes undercover as a part of the Gargoyle Gang, Be- right? Because Fangs, um, what was the wrong that he had done before? something something daddy problems right yeah he wronged the serpents and Jughead was like uh I'm gonna kick out Cheryl I'm not gonna kick you out and then oh he was selling drugs he was selling drugs and then that's right um, that's right and then Jughead was like I won't kick you out and then he did kick out Cheryl and Tony and and Cheryl was like okay hypocrite why didn't you kick out Fangs and so then he was like, oh, I guess I could kick out Fangs. But then he went to Fangs and was like, hey, do you want to go undercover and completely risk your life for us? And you can come back into the Serpents. And Fangs is like, oh, I guess. I was so mad when Jughead got a hold of one of the members of the Gargoyle gang and was shaking at him and had him in his grasp and didn't take the mask off. Take the mask take off. his mask off. Find out who it is. What are you doing, Jughead? I know, I what can't believe that. What are you that. doing? I know. It really made me mad at him. I, I had to pause it so I could yell <laughs> at the television for about six minutes. Yeah, that was a... It made me so mad. Uh, they're, and it's, they're just like, they are completely risking Fang's life. They're like, go in and do this thing. And then was it wasn't until the next episode where he goes into the actual meeting, right? And we figure out who's the Gargoyle King, quote unquote, oh, the Gargoyle yeah. King. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. I mean, you know, not what a, let's just, I mean, I think that we should go ahead and just bump over to this next episode because this next episode, episode 45, was a beautiful doozy. <laughs> a lot So as happened. we all know, Archie dies at the end of this, at the end of episode 44, and then, you know, beginning the next one, He's alive again, and but he's not the Archie we knew. He's scarred both inside and out. Yeah, don't worry. Even though they made it abundantly clear at the end of episode 44 that he had actually died, Riverdale just gave us a little Jughead narrative at the beginning, being like, Archie wasn't dead. It was just that he was dead as we knew him. Fuck off, Riverdale. You know, I mean, I don't really understand how he survived a bear attack. So he escaped from prison. Survived a bear attack, and now it's just like, oh, he's just allowed to be back in Riverdale and everything's fine. But, um, because like, because we were discussing this as we were watching the episodes, like, so he was definitely exonerated for his crimes, he right? Because Ronnie did that for him. Yes. But isn't it still illegal to break out of prison? A hundred percent. You can't break out of prison, even if you have been wrongfully imprisoned. You cannot break out of prison and then have it be like, okay, you're good. Sorry we wrongfully imprisoned yeah. you. Good thing that you broke yeah. out. And then the fact that he immediately goes to Veronica to to be like, hey, hey Ronnie, I'm here. And Veronica, it's like you can't tell Veronica she tells her father everything. And we all know this. Yes. And also, we didn't even touch upon how hot. Can we please? I'm, I'm calling it veggies. We're going. <laughs> I'm going. I'm 100% veggie. I am all aboard the Veggie Express because yeah. Veronica and Reggie are a hot as fuck couple. They are. I like it better than her and Archie. And, you know, my biggest concern with Archie, you know, almost being killed by a bear, which, again, let's remember he also, in addition to uh, surviving, um, he survived a serial killer. He survived a fucking mob boss. Um, uh, <laughs> he's really gone through a lot of trauma. He was almost buried alive, you know, like so. I and really, an underground fight, teen fight club. And the, yes, and he was stabbed. And so he gets home, and fucking Luke Perry is just like, "Oh, son, is there anything you want to talk about? No, nah. okay, all right. I guess I'll just hang up a boxing." bag in your room and you can destroy everything else that ever belonged to you dude needs therapy send Archie to therapy fucking Luke Perry's just yeah. like oh he's pulling away from me man he has experienced like 15 of the most intense traumas any human could ever experience yeah yeah of course he's going through some shit right now daddy Fred but I will say daddy Fred stepped up this episode Yes. Daddy Brigade was in full fucking force this episode, and I was there for it. That was, I did like the Daddy Brigade. FP and Fred both showed up at Hiram's office, and they were like, mess with our boys, and we'll kill you, basically. I think, I think Fred, I think Fred is the one that shot Hiram. You think so? I think so. I think it was Fred. I think it was Fred. Because I don't think that he saw who did it. Right. One thing that I really appreciate about this episode, right? So Hiram gets shot. We see it happen. Uh, he gets shot in the chest, in the heart, basically, but survives. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and he falls, and uh, and it's like very much like a. I don't know if you were a Simpsons fan growing up, but it's like very much like the Who Shot Mr. Burns episode. It's like we know. Oh, yeah. We see it happen, but we don't know who did it, and the audience doesn't know who did it, and we don't know whether Hiram knows who did it, and it's the dramatic, uh, or no, I guess it's not dramatic irony, it's the opposite. Anyway, the fact that the audience doesn't know is really 
uh, was very, I thought very very artfully done. Dude, they know exactly what they're doing over there, at Riverdale, and I just I applaud the writers of this show because no matter, I just keep coming up with more and more like ridiculous ideas of what because like uh, you know a couple episodes ago I thought that maybe there was more than one Hiram. Now I'm wondering. <laughs> Does Archie have multiple personalities? Because remember, there's a lot of things that now he's going in and out of that he can't remember doing. Maybe he has multiple personalities, and that's what it was, is that it was shoving down his other personality when he went back through the quest to go kill himself. And I feel like there is a reason why they didn't show that quest card in the previous episode. Uh Uh-huh. That's a good theory. I also think that, you know, it's just in Riverdale fashion, it's just Archie is is dealing with a lot and the circumstances are completely unreasonable. For example, Archie has been attempted killed by Hiram, his girlfriend's father. Like, Hiram has been trying to ruin Archie's life for years. He sent him to jail. He sent him to prison. He framed him for murder. And then when Archie shows up at his fucking bedside to support Veronica and he expresses some kind of level of, like, unhappiness with Hiram, Veronica's like, wow, how could you? And it's like, dude, this fucking asshole father of yours has been trying has been torturing Archie for two years and you're mad at him for not being loyal to him in your time of need yeah and also that's why I think it harkens back to Hermione Lodge when she's like you're both obsessed with Archie Andrews which yeah they're both beyond obsessed with Archie Andrews and then like and then how dare Hiram Lodge go into the mayor's office and be like well now Claudius Blossom's gonna be the sheriff yeah, I wonder why right? he was doing that. I didn't understand that. Like, Claudius Blossom Because he back. owns Claudius. Uh-huh. And I think that, like, he just wanted someone that he could control that would have absolutely no idea what else to do and would only do everything that Hiram said. And then Madam Blossom, which I love that now she's only referred to as Madam Blossom, would get her own, um, what is it called? Harem? Uh, <laughs> club? A sexy club? Bra- what is it called? Brothel? Brothel. Which is what she, that's all she gives a fuck about. But also, meanwhile, she's still fucking serial killer daddy. Yeah, she definitely still fucking serial killer daddy. It was, it was. So another very special thing about this episode was we got to go see uh, Hal in jail, and he is definitely being kept in like maybe the basement of the courthouse or the, like the county, like the local he's jail, something? very local. He's like a high risk serial killer, uh, and he's definitely local. He's not in a supermax. He's in like again, like nope. the basement of the local uh, lockup. But he's in, like, a special Hannibal Lecter-style, um, uh, you know, uh, area, Cell. serial killer area that features yeah. his ability to just, like, sit in his, like, black outfit and be creepy and as stare. hell. Yeah, that was, I, I was pretty happy to have Hal back. I actually, you know what, I think I like serial killer Hal a lot better than I ever liked Daddy Hal. Absolutely, 100%. Because also, while all of this stuff is going on, the teens are still thinking about the SATs, which that was just like, who gives a fuck about the SATs? What are you guys doing? Which is like in between these ridiculous plot lines. Archie's like, all of them. Principal Weatherby's like, you should probably repeat your junior year. Archie's like, no. Man, you've just been in prison for like, months you can't just you gotta get you can't just come right back in as if you didn't miss any class time you missed a lot of class time yeah and also you're going through a lot of trauma and if your biggest problem in your life is that you can't graduate with your friends 
Because it's not. That's not the biggest yes, problem he that's has. Not, that's not your biggest problem, Archie. You need to go to an intense amount of therapy and... Yes, you need to figure out what you're going to do about your education, but taking the SATs, what's wrong with you? Fred, why did you let him take the SATs? Fred just doesn't know what to do with him. <laughs> you know, Fred's got this wayward child, and he doesn't know what to do. He squints so much, but I will say that this is the first episode that Daddy Fred really did step up to the game of like, no, he's, a, he's at a breaking point. He needs his son to be safe now, and I yes. like that at least he's been pushed to this point. Only after he literally, like, said goodbye to him forever and let him wander alone into the woods of Canada. Yeah, with just the dog by his side. But, all right, I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm going, we're bouncing all across the board here because we don't have our Marcus here to, to keep us from yelling about everything. <laughs> so, we've got Hal. So, Betty goes to Hal. Why does she go to Hal? I know it's not about the SATs. She goes to Hal because uh, Alice Cooper... Um, uh, took signed, all of her money. Took all of her money for her college fund and donated it to the farm. Yes. And so she goes to Hal to try and say, like, hey, Mom forged your sig signature. Is this your signature? But what ends up happening with this occurrence is that Hal wants the book from, he wants the G&G &G playbook because he says that he knows all about what happened on the night of the Ascension. He says he was there. Even though he was not there. He said he was there. But he said that he was there and that he knew it and that he was the one that killed, uh, not, wasn't Weatherby, what was his name? Featherhead. Fe Principal Featherhead. Featherhead. We later find out that it was Madam Blossom who's going in there and giving him the old tug and tug that told him all of this information. Yeah. Which, that's quite some pillow talk. It's like you, you finish and then you're like, let's talk about your wife and what they did when they were in high school. Yeah, I mean, literally, we have the episode included Hal, who we hadn't seen in forever, sitting there in his Hannibal Lecter cell being like, yes, I was the Gargoyle King. I killed Featherby, Featherhead. And then, like, five minutes later, he's like, yeah, I lied. It was just like, it was like very Riverdale-y, but also I was, like, annoyed by it. Yeah, I was a little annoyed because I thought that would be a lot of fun. But that would be that would be too sewn up into a beautiful little bow for Riverdale. Yeah, and to have the killer for season three be somebody who disappeared in season two is a real cop-out. Yes, but what isn't a cop-out was how loud I screamed when they took that head off of the Gargoyle King and it ended up being <laughs> Tallboy back from the dead. That it is Tallboy is Gargoyle King, which I feel like... Probably, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there, that it is a lie, that maybe he was being controlled by Fizzle Rocks, that like he just found himself into this because he's indebted to Hiram Lodge, and I, because I don't think that he's the, he might be, he might be donning the mask, but I don't think he's the Gargoyle King. Right, right. Hiram is still the Gargoyle King in the sense that he's the man in black, he's the powerful one, right. and then Tallboy is just the tall freak who broke into Betty's house and terrorized them. Yes, but I but Hiram is getting ruthless as fuck. Yes, there's no way he's gonna die. Die, he can't. I don't think so. But I am glad that he got shot, and uh, it was satisfying because he's there's never been in all of Hiram's time, like as a character, he's never been like weakened, like he's never been taken down. 
No, and that's why this is this is the first uh, this is the first fallible side of Hiram Lodge that we see. And yeah. I do also want to throw it out there that the person that played Claudius Blossom, who also played original OG Daddy Blossom, who is the evil twin brother of what was his not Claudius? What's the other ones? Klaus. Um, Someone with a C. Clive. Clyde. Clyde. He has died twice as in this season as two different characters. And I think that that's, that's a difficult thing to pull off. And I thought he pulled it off. Yeah, I got to say it would be... You gotta if you're an actor, you gotta hope to be cast on Riverdale. Because on Riverdale, if you die, you're almost definitely coming back. Yes. But do you think that Hermione Lodge paid at Fred to shoot Hiram just to get him out of the way for a little bit so that she could da 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 which I was so excited about put FB in a sheriff yeah so that's huge right so Hermione huge Hermione seems to have broken with Hiram she doesn't want to yeah. collaborate with him anymore she wants to oh yeah subvert him and thus took the opportunity as soon as he was shot to make FP sheriff which rules Dude, now there's a corrupt how awesome is criminal that? sheriff in town but a good criminal like a guy who does good a crimes. good criminal and it's he's great. gonna help everybody and also can we say how sexy he looks as sheriff that I gotta I gotta opt out on I don't I don't find a sheriff Ooh. outfit sexy but I was Ooh, happy but his hat to see it taken over from the outside. That was very satisfying. Dude, when he strolls up out of the cop car and then just lifts his head and gives the FP little wink and the smile, just like, ooh, ooh, I am a slip and a sliding away, baby. <laughs> I am here for it. I'm so excited to see where FP is going to take this town. But wait, so if you, but I think that a theory, it could be that Fred Andrews did it. But the, a theory that Hermione did it. But I don't see why Hermione would pay Fred to do it because Fred would want to do it for himself, right? True. But Hermione... Or would, maybe she just asked him. Yeah, she could have just I asked feel him. like... Yeah, because I, I feel like Hermione wouldn't do it herself. Uh-huh, yeah. But it had to have been someone that could easily get into the... Into the... Um, the Pembroke. What is it called? What's the Yeah, Pem- the, into the yeah. Pembroke. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. it could have been Hermione. Yeah. Is she good with a gun? Gotta be, because she's also a professional criminal. Yeah, remember when she killed uh, Small oh, Fry? Oh, Small Fry, which we had forgotten oh, about. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, she fuck. is good with a gun. Yeah, maybe dude, it's Hermione. Dude, she knows exactly what she's doing. It could be Hermione, which would be bad fucking ass. Or, I, don't even, I didn't even entertain this until just now, especially based on how she was acting and how upset she was. Could it have been Veronica? Could have been. But the way how she was so upset and at Daddy's side... I but feel maybe, like it wasn't maybe, her. I, I don't think so either because she seemed legit upset and she was fucking mad at Archie like an idiot. Um, but maybe it's all an act. I'm just thinking about who shot Mr. Burns and how you got to think of the people who you least suspect. You're right. You're completely correct. Or maybe it was Darchy. I'm starting to call him Dark Dark Archie, by the way. I'm calling him Darchy. <laughs> because now that he wears like, it's his Letterman jacket, except it's just darker colors. <laughs> he's so bad now. Ooh, he's so bad. He hits that that punching bag with such a 
force now. Ooh, bad Darchie. How about that extremely uncomfortable scene where they like brought Archie downstairs to watch his girlfriend sing to him in front of all of their friends? Yeah, dude. And, and she was singing Eras too. It made me think of uh, the scene in Tommy Boy when David Spade and Chris Farley were singing, It is too, I see, I see, it is too. And I was like, that's all anybody, at least I, I feel like anybody our age group thinks about when they hear that song. So I thought it was a very weird choice. It was like, of all the sexy Spanish songs to sing, that is not one that is at the top of my list. Yeah, it was just awkward. It was like, if I, like, either just, like, sing for him and fuck him alone or, like, hang out with your friends. But, like, having this, like, private, like, this highly publicized, like, moment that should be private between like a reuniting boyfriend and girlfriend like I'm gonna sing you this song to show you how welcome you are even though you obviously are so traumatized just racked with trauma and then he runs out and Reggie's like whoa what a dick but also it was like that they were turning their study party for the SATs into a welcome home party for Darcy which I think is pretty so it's like oh you guys were all gonna get together and just study for the SATs as if the whole town wasn't just quarantined and is absolutely falling apart yeah and study in a speakeasy god her dumb fucking speakeasy which when she tried to sneak Hiram with cooking the books Girl, you ain't smart enough to do that shit. You really think that Hiram Lodge thinks you're not going to try and cook the books? I know. I'm like, every episode I'm actually becoming, if I can be perfectly honest, like more and more like infuriated with Veronica. Like I I think I might hate Veronica. I think I might hate Veronica too, except for the, especially because she was just like drops Reggie when Archie comes back. But it's like, dude. Not okay. This is the dude that's been here for you. And then he just takes her back after that. It's like, nah. She literally stopped so that she could go fuck Archie one more time and then come back to your ass. But also, I don't know if you noticed, when Reggie showed up in Hiram's hospital room, he had a balloon and it said, it's a boy on it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All I can imagine was that, like, dumb hot Reggie was just, like, in the, uh, in the, what is it, in the side of a hospital, the, the gift shop. And he was just like, uh, uh, this. And, uh, uh, oh, you don't have any other balloons? Uh, okay, well, yeah, I'll take this balloon. It's a balloon. What are you doing? Her dad was shot. She doesn't need a fucking balloon, but it's also really sweet. But Reggie's such an idiot. Remember, Archie sat down and was like, can I talk to you about something? And he was like, oh, it only happened a few times. Oh, whoops. And especially the fact that he should have been more offended that Archie went to him to cheat on the SATs. No, that's Reggie's thing. He's like a cheater doofus. Yeah, he is a cheater doofus. But he does drive a pretty sick vintage truck, though. (laughs) And But if you were already jumped driving such a vintage truck through the woods, wouldn't you get a different, less recognizable car, right? Uh, not now that they have the ragtag gang Protection of from the serpents. Protecting them from the criminal enterprise. It's, that's a, it's another criminal thing. So you were just saying to everybody that they can't do anything criminal anymore. And now you're getting paid to go beat the shit out of other teenagers. And who are in gangs? It's ga- it's gang warfare. 
It's, it's gang warfare. It sure and is. And FBs, oh man. And now they got a man on the inside. I'm so excited yeah. to see what happens. Yeah. What I did see is that um, on on tonight's episode, it is Kelly Ripa is going to come in as Hiram Lodge's uh, mini on the side. Really? Yeah, Which and Kelly Ripa is his wife in real life. That's fucking and awesome. I am fucking excited for it. Also, Tallboy's dead. Fangs killed Tallboy? Um, yes, in a fit of rage. So dumb. You could have gotten so much more information out of this big dumb fuck. You don't kill him. Yeah, These are just... These boys. These well, and boys. Now, Jughead has, has conspired in a conspiracy to cover up a murder is he gonna go to jail next i don't know i feel like they already did the jail thing so no one ever is gonna go to jail again i'm assuming i, I hope so and, and fp is sheriff and everything but like now they talk about trauma poor jughead i mean he's obviously responsible for his own actions but i'm just saying now they got that hanging over their head they all could could you know conspired to cover up a murder yeah dude but i mean i know serpents forever i'm doing the finger thing god i love the finger serpent thing Trumpet never says the skin. I am, um, thank you guys for joining us. I know that this was like a run through of so much that happened in the last two episodes. A lot But has I'm happened. just so excited. It, it was such a good setup. It was, you're for right. For whatever the fuck is going to unfold over this next, these next couple of weeks. Yeah, no, you're right. I think I was so mad about Archie dying and then being alive again in the first second that happened after. I forgot how happy I was about Hiram being shot and FP being sheriff. Right? I, I, and there's just so much. I'm scared. I, I just like, man, Hiram is going to come back uh, with a vengeance. Sorry, I'm just looking up right now because I remembered seeing that there is a new Riverdale show that is, there's another Netflix show coming out that's within the Riverdale universe that is not Sabrina. What is it called? Really? Yeah, I'm on board with it. It's just, it's in the same, it's like, it's a girl character. It should be Jellybean's show. Man, Jellybean's great, and I can't wait for, they have to come back, right? I know, I want them back. I want both, I want um, the mom and Jellybean back. Dude, Gina Gershon is so hot. She's kind of got Joker lips, but I dig it. <laughs> she does have Joker like, lips. In a fun way. I can't find this. I'll find this information. I'll put it on the, 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 the Patreon. What is it called? God damn it. Where is it? Never mind. It's over. <laughs> it's done. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. We are gonna uh, we we are jumping back in with two feet, and we are gonna be back at you next week with whatever the hell is gonna happen this evening. And Kelly Reppa with her tiny little lady gun, and I'm very very excited. She's so tiny and so tight. Oh my god! But that's why I think that she would make such a great. I think she's a perfect mistress. Mm-hmm, she's yeah. exactly what what uh what. How does her? How does Hiram Lodge step out on Hermione? I know that tight, beautiful I woman. I know. I guess you just get a tighter other woman, and that's all you go for. I'm yeah. surprised. I wish he would go after someone like me as his piece on the side. You know, then it would make more sense. It would be fun if it wasn't just another super tiny, tight, hot person. Yeah, but at the same time, Kelly Ripa can get it. She and sure apparently, can. if if all of the things that I read about their relationship, they're still pretty hot and heavy even after being together. They've been married for like 20 years. Those are two fucking beautiful people, and and it's definitely steamy to think about. Go for them. I love you guys so much, and we will be back next week 
with this week's episode of Riverdale, and I'm excited! Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.